Welcome to the Love Reaching Community's Sermon of the Week. For more information pertaining to the life of the church, please visit our website at lrcchurch.co.za. John 3, 16 to 17, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. Good news. Can you remember what he saved you from? I had to send the mic around. Well, now some of you are getting very excited. Some of you are dreading it, but I'm not going to. Just pretend I am. What did he save you from? Ah, oh, good one. Sin. Confusion. I remember May once told us that um, her family used to worship idols. Idol worship, idolatry. How did he save you from? He saved you from yourself. Saved you from the worst that you can be. Yeah. Is it still good news for you? Really? Because we are awfully mute about it. Very quiet on the subject. Very, very quiet on the topic. When was the last time you told somebody the good news about Jesus saving you? Yes, I know. Sorry, I'm expecting too much. That's for Duan and the outreach team. They do that. I think we're losing the goodness of the good news. Good news nowadays. Um, <laughs> the news today is, is about perspective. If I had to say to you, the ANC won the election. Some of you are going to say that's bad news. Some of you are going to say that's good news. If I say to you, um, SA South Africa has been upgraded to AAA status, credit rating, by Moody. Some of you, it's going to be excellent. Some of you, it's going to be bad news because you took advantage of the, the good returns you got from abroad. If I had to say to you, the rand is strengthened because of that. Some of you are going to say, fantastic. Otherwise, they're going to say, my investment in U.S. dollars have, has just been halved. The money I stashed, the, the, the funds I stashed abroad is now just worth half of it. If I had to say to you, I won the lotto. It's good news for me. It really sucks for you. Hey. I didn't win the lotto. I didn't even play the lotto. <laughs> that little joke where it says the person keeps praying and says, God, please can I win the lotto? And then every week and week and week and I win the lotto. And then eventually uh, Angel Gabriel appears and says to him, work with me, buy a ticket. I didn't buy a ticket. I'm not advocating playing the lotto. Not at all. Our trust is in God. But if I had to say I won this, you didn't. You know they say the second place is the first loser. You just have to look at the prize money of Wimbledon. But the gospel, the news about Jesus Christ, is never subject to perspective. 
Because just because I am saved and I am restored and I am redeemed doesn't mean you can't be. It is probably the only news that you can share without somebody begrudgingly saying, oh, that's fantastic. Because if it's accessible and it's there for me, it's there for you. You can have your moment with the wooden cross. I can have my moment with the wooden cross. He's never going to say, quota reached. We have enough Africans, enough whites, enough Indians. The heavenly Springbok team is quoted. There is no bad side when I come to you and I say, I have been redeemed and restored, saved. I have a savior, a healer, protector. There is no bad news for you. There's only good news. Have you thought about that? So come on, guys. Why aren't you doing it? Huh? Okay, one at least confesses. The rest of you are all good. It's good news. We're going into 2019. Is it good news to you? Thank you, Cheryl. Is it good news? Go tell it on the mountaintops, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountaintops that Jesus Christ. I've got all these songs today. It's amazing. It's almost like I'm a part of worship or something. But in order to hear the good news, you need to know that there's somebody telling the good news, isn't there? There's a voice that needs to be heard. There's a very famous scripture that also gave inspiration to, I think, one of Darlene's famous Hillsong's one. It says, I've called you by name, child. You are mine. Anybody heard that one before? Isaiah 43. But no, thus says the Lord. He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. And I've called you by name. You are mine. There's a voice calling over you. You are mine. That voice that tells you there's good news to be, good news to be told, reported on. I should have had a couple of voice clips here that you could have guessed. Who would have guessed Rian Kruijwagen? Who knows that voice? Marietta Prinsler? If I go a little bit. Ridi de Reco? Who would have guessed that? Ah, gotcha. Should have gone for that. Thanks, Ezra. But there's a voice that calls out to us. We need to hear it. And then my first point, which is voice. I've got three H's. Hear, heed, and herald. The first one is you need to hear the voice that says, you are mine. I've called you by name. You are mine. You know what that, what that thing, that name means? It's not that I've called you Sally. By name. And I've called you uh, Tanya. That name means, that word name means honor, authority, and character. The good news is before you accepted him, he called over you honor, 
character. He called over you authority. You just had to step into it. The good news is that you chose to step into it, didn't you? Because he was eternally there with a voice calling over you. You are mine. You are my honored one. You are my authoritative one. I've spoken. It is so. You can know it as in know it. It is done. It is sealed. And you have my character in you. You are called by my name. The second one that I called the H is heed. Now, I hope that I'm, I'm, I'm right here, but heed means to, like, pay attention. Is that right? Where are my copywriters? None of them are here. Oh, there's one? There's one. Okay, cool. At least two of the four here. Fantastic. Heed this voice. Heed it. Hear it. That scripture that um, we so often quote is, but you will receive power when? When the Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in? Come on, guys. Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and the other parts of the world. I've heard it being described by certain pastors as famous last words. The reality is Jesus didn't stop there. He still speaks. He still calls. He still speaks. Because thousands of years later, or, or hundreds of years later, he speaks to me out of an Afrikaans song which I didn't even like. He speaks. He speaks. And another hundred years later, he speaks to us as a congregation. Well, only 40, but he speaks. You will receive power when my Holy Spirit comes upon you. We like this scripture. When it comes to driving out demons, when it comes to praying for healing and seeing limbs grow and legs grow, we like it when we, we want to see the miraculous happen. We're okay with power when it manifests like that. I want to say this scripture, first of all, that you need to heed, that you need to pay attention to, says you, as my child, when you receive the Holy Spirit, will get the power of choice. No longer are you subject to your sinful nature. You have the power and the authority now to say yes to holiness. And guess what? You can say no to your sinful nature. That is the first power that this, this portion of Scripture speaks of. After that, I don't deny it that it comes with miraculous signs and wonders through the Holy Spirit. Not, I will never deny it. I've been an, a recipient of that. I've been a witness to it. It happens. But the first thing that you need to heed and you need to become aware of is when He calls over you that you are His. And you need to you hear Him that He says you have character, you have authority, you are mine. You, I'm proud of you. He says, I will be proud of you. Now make a choice. You... And I now have the power of choice. No longer does sin rule over us. We're going on a journey here. Don't fall asleep. You're no longer subject to a broken, fallen nature. Good news. 
but you are activated for relevance in life and for application of everything that He has poured into you in and through your life. The third one, Herald. There is a voice that resonates in us and through us. The voice calls us as His. The voice tells us that we have authority and power to make a decision, but the voice wants to come and be heard through us. Everyone here, you are a megaphone to the voice of God. You are an Microphone to the voice of God. Last week, Brandon made a statement that says, um, bad people corrupt good morals. Stay away from those people that make you bad. Can you remember? It's true. But there's a second part to us being in the world, but not of the world. We're not just called to cut off everyone that is not good for us or doesn't agree with us. Isaiah 40 verse 1 to 5 says, Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended and that her iniquity is pardoned. That she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up. Every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. I want to say yes. Be sure that those people that influence you are far from you that you avoid that company. But do not take yourself out of the world because you are His voice in the darkness and in the wilderness crying out, make way for the Lord. It wasn't just prophesied over John the Baptist and left there. John the Baptist, when he was decapitated, handed it over to us. Are you the voice in the wilderness? I know for some of us, family gatherings are wildernesses. Not just desert places, but Bad places. Crazy places. Are you the voice in the wilderness? Crying, make straight the way of the Lord. You never know. Maybe you have that awkward conversation that says, no, I don't think this will please God. Just so two cousins later can come and bring the truth of Jesus Christ to that uncle or aunt that is just wayward. You are his voice. You hear his voice so that you can become his voice. It's good news. First bit of good news. He loves you. Second bit, he gives you power. Third one, he uses you. It's good news. I don't understand why it's not on the news. It's good news. Or is it? If I had a one-on-one -on -one with each one of you, would you say it is good news? Or would you say, I can't do this, it's slightly embarrassing. I can't say that. It's not comfortable. 
I'm under threat of economical, economic welfare or, or loss of life. Can I ask us as a church to get back this morning to the place where if it's not good news that we can proclaim out there, that at least it returns to being good news right here? Thank you. Go one step further to this morning and just say, sorry God that I forgot about the good news about Jesus. And I made it everyday, ordinary, mediocre. Last page of the newspaper, obituary news. Can you do that for me this morning? I've had to do that in this week. Listen to what it says in Luke 19, 36 to verse 40. And as he rode along, they spread their cloaks on the road. And as he was drawing near, already on the way down the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of his disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen. Before the people that didn't know Jesus started praising him at this recount of history, his disciples, the people that already accepted him as Lord and Savior, started praising him with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they have seen. Saying, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, teacher, rebuke your disciples. He answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the very stones would cry out. It's also a charismatic thing we say. Ooh, I won't let the stones cry out. I'll cry out. As a people, can we as Limronians not just go after the sensational news, but the eternal, true, good news? We went through, we can remember some few years ago, we went through this thing where we issued a letter and the, um, the is Islam community took umbrage to what we said. Sensationalism. Every time it dropped out of almost memory that, that people started forgetting about it. One person would go and take the post and repost it at the top and say, um, what do you guys think about this uh, Islamophobic statement issued by a Christian private school? The reality is, without fueling the flame of sensationalism, it won't survive. The news won't survive. But praise God. Glory in the highest 
Peace in heaven. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. It's not sensationalistic. It is not relevant only for a moment. It is eternally true. It is always relevant. And it is the good news that you base your life on. I spoke to Duan the other day. I've got an idea for this year. This is now where I really need you to wake up. Wake up, wake up. Because the good news needs to spread from this place. Starting this morning with getting good news here again in our hearts. But wake up. It's got to get out from this place. We're calling it plowing in Limbro. I don't even know if it makes sense. Maybe it just makes sense to me. When I was a little choppy, my opa on the farm would let us drive his tractor and plow the fields. But that thing, I don't know if all tractors are like that. That thing was so pedantic. You just give a little bit too much uh, diesel, the fuel, whatever, and then drop that clutch and that thing tips over. The next minute you are being plowed. Never mind that thing being planned. But we did it. We didn't stop. We just got back in and we plowed again. We went again and we sowed seeds and we eventually, you know what happened? There was a crop. Can you believe it? I have actually planted and grown something successfully and harvested it. The secret with plowing, my opa would always say, just keep going. If you didn't get it the first, just go again. Just plow it again. Just get that soil. Turn that soil. Do it. Just keep at it. We're going to plow Limbro. I spoke last year about a couple of flats being built. Can you remember one or two? Thousand? Twelve thousand being built right here on our doorstep. Have you driven through Limbro lately? The first ones are done, guys. The roads are different. They have sold the sports fields of St. Benedict's there at the bottom. It's going to be part of a green belt reserve, part of the reeds or something. Somebody help me out. Amy? Is Amy here? Amy knows all the complexes going up. It's built, man. They are handing out our flyers for King's School to their um, tenants. So what we want to do is we want to plow Limbro a little bit. Because first of all, I've spoken, you hear your voice. It's good news for you. Secondly, it needs to be for others, hey? So we're going to take the news from this place to others, which is Limbro Park. That's where we're going to start. I'm trusting that as the Spirit convicts you and, and reestablishes the, the truth in you, that you will automatically do it to the neighbors in the suburb where you live. But for us as a community together, we are going to plow Limbro Park. 26th of January. We're looking for tractors. <laughs> Sounds like a tractor. <laughs> we are going to go on a prayer walk 7.30 to 8.30. Am I right, dude? That's next Saturday, people. Comfortable shoes. We're going to go and walk up and down. Let God give us His faith and His eyesight 
for what's happening here in Limbra. I'm going to walk up and down. I'm not going to ask you this Saturday to just pray with somebody. I'm going to ask you to just pray and praise God for the land that he has given us. Because his voice and his good news must not just be heard by us, but by others. Are you there? So one SMS and it's done. I don't have to send reminders. Huh? If you can make it, you're going to make it. I'm going to make you guys stand and dance. Come on, people. I know it's hot in this place, but work with me. Thanks, man. We're going to do that. We're going to plow this thing. We're going to have more frequent prayer meetings. Oh, hallelujah. At least there's some response. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if we've got the funds to, to give meals every time, but I think we can do filter coffee. Maybe box of biscuits. That we can do. Get those sugar levels up, energy levels up. We can pray a little bit. Yeah? Give me caffeine and sugar and see me pray. We're plowing Limbro, man. We're going to make a difference here in our area. And then, once we've done our first prayer walk, we're going to see what is God saying. Because then I can tell you, it happens like this. There will be certain needs that God will highlight to us. That we as a community need to go and fill. See a need, fill a need. It will be the love of God from this community reaching this community. Are you there? You know the scariest thing for me in all of this development that's going to happen in this area? Because I know God is going to multiply us. I don't think we're ever called to be a mega church. But I know that we are going to be a bit bigger than what we are at the moment. We've got capacity for 800 chairs which means a building offering is coming up, just by the by. They said, you guys are lost along the way. But the best way for me to make sure that you are not lost is to make you own it. You have paid the price. You have prayed. You have come diligently. You have sowed. You have given of your time, your talents, your finances into this place. It will be such a sad day if you do not reap the rewards of what God is doing in this area. The reason I say that is because I've heard people say, well, there are so many new people. I don't think I'm needed anymore. You are the carrier of what it means to be a Limbronian. What it means to let your, your love under God make a difference for Him wherever you go. We need you. Do I sound like an American politician? We need you, and it's going to be great. It's going to be the greatest. The greatest ever. <laughs> We're going to make a difference in this area. It's coming. So I call this point the four fours. For you, for others. For Limbra. For the country. I'm glad to report we are not ceasing prayer for our country. We will carry on praying for this beautiful country South Africa. We are not going to stop. No matter what comes with elections, no matter what goes, hopefully a few more than comes in, no matter what happens, we're going to keep praying.
for this country. And then the fourth one, for you, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the world. Going on mission trips again this year. It's happening. I'm going to try and do two mission trips to India this year. Laney will be um, coordinating those. I think there are some people going to Deravi and there will be some people going to Pune. Those seems to, be that, those seems to be the two doors that are opening for us. What does it mean? First one might be as early as March or April. It means you quickly need to save up roughly 67,000 rand. Other good news, since we're on good news. Huh? Oh, that's also okay. Then you can take a team on yourself. Six to seven thousand rand. Okay. I'm getting excited here, man. The good news is there's also possibly a team then in August going again. So you've got a little bit longer to save up the bucks. Okay, now people are excited about India. Give me my thing. Oh, we're going to rural areas also. Okay, that's a bit cheaper. Mozambique, there's a tsunami. I think two tsunamis in Mozambique. Duan is finding out the information for us on the first one. I just need to figure out whether it's child and uh, um, female friendly. Not that I don't think women can do anything men can do, but there are definitely certain things that you can't, like pick up a motorbike on the back of a bucky. Um, so, so I just want to make sure that it's, it's friendly for those. What, Joan, you want to go pick up a bike? Okay, go for it. She teaches grade ones. I'm sure she could pick up a bike. Rural areas. There will be some rural areas that we go into, for sure. We also have a couple that says they want to explore what God has for them as a family. And it seems like there's a possibility it could be Italy. Now everybody's saying, that I'll save up for. Sit down, son. Sit down. We're exploring it. Ethan Tabs want to go and look at Italy and see if there's possibly something there. The only way you can go is to put your feet there. So as a church, we will partner with them on some of the cost. But I can tell you, it's going to be much more than we can partner with. If that's something on your heart, come and talk to us. The ends of the world. And we get to be part of it. It's good news. Very good news. Who's excited? Ah, 40%. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. <laughs> ah, it's going to be the goodest. The goodest year ever. Come, let's stand. We end this, this meeting today by just giving thanks to God. Give Him thanks for your circumstances. Maybe he has convicted you and reminded you about what he saved you from, giving thanks that that is not your reality anymore. That's in the past. 
Give thanks for the future that he has. Give thanks for the future that he has he's brought to us, the inheritance that he has brought to Limbro Park. Give thanks for those people. Remember you wrote down on the 30th, one name in your, in your journal or on your tablet. One name that you said, God, I'm going to believe for a difference in that person's life. Give thanks for the difference that's coming in those people's lives. Give thanks for what he's doing in your area and your community. Give thanks for what he's doing in our country. Give thanks. Father, we thank you this morning that we can come to you with a grateful heart and say, Lord, inspire us to do what you have called us to do. Father, may we hear your voice and be reminded that there's good news for us. There's good news for others. There's good news for our community and our country. There is good news for the world, and we get to herald it on your behalf. We get to be your voice in the darkness. We get to be the ones in the wilderness saying, prepare the way of the Lord. Let every uneven piece of ground be leveled before the glorious King, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, God, it is our privilege to partner with you. We thank you, Father, that you are not silent, that you are not mute, that you are not a carved image or an idol of wood or metal or stone, but a living God that speaks to us, and we can hear your voice. Oh, God, let us cry out your praises before the stones do. Shall we never be put to shame by, by a, an, an object praising the one who is worthy? Peace on earth and glory to God. We give you praise this morning, Jesus. Amen. Here we go. Exciting, hey? That concludes our Sunday service. Fantastic coffee will be served. If you need prayer for anything, there's a ministry team afterwards. What did I say wrong now? Stop laughing at me, people. I also have feelings. There's coffee served. Ministry team will be up front to, to pray with you if you've got specific needs. And uh, yeah, have a good week. Welcome to the Love Reaching Community's Sermon of the Week. For more information pertaining to the life of the church, please visit our website at lrcchurch.co.za.